Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to The Best Bits, a podcast that is dedicated to helping you grow through the worst bits to get to the best. I'm your host and resident hypnotherapist, Lily, and my passion is to help women overcome whatever is holding them back. So let's get into it. I'd like to recognize the traditional owners of the land in which I am recording this podcast on today and to extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to today's episode. I am so excited to be chatting to you today. And a little update, I think I'm actually going to be bringing out two episodes a week from now on. Um, But the second episode, which will be dropping on a Tuesday, is going to be something which I think I'm calling it reminders or like cheeky reminders or something like that just little five minute episodes that are just generally that reminders that we might need um things that we know but we don't remind ourselves enough of so I'm excited for that and I hope you all enjoyed the first episode back I know it was just bit of an introductory one to just get the wheels back in motion. But today's episode is going to be a full deep dive into a topic that I am really excited to talk about, which I will introduce in a moment. But let's start off our episode in the usual way with our quotes, best bits, worst bits. Uh, So my quote today is, it's actually funny. Sometimes I just scroll through my notes on my phone and I'll just find things that I've written randomly at points. Maybe I've like woken up in the middle of the night and written something down. But this one kind of just struck me. I don't know if I took it from someone or or whatever, but it just said, you determine your own value. And the reason that I really liked this quote was 
I feel like so often we we're kind of like taught to get our value outside of ourselves so I feel like in school we get our value from how well we do in assignments and exams how well we do in cross-country and whatever it is that you know we're being tested on um and then you know it kind of just continues throughout our life in our value being based on achievement and then also being based on other people's opinions of us whether or not we're in a relationship a partnership um that means that you're more valuable than if you're not uh we get all of our value in all of these funky external ways and i think it's really really important to remind ourselves that that's actually bs and we determine our own value nobody else and no external set of circumstances um and you are inherently valuable and worthy just by being you and i think we just forget that like i forget it as well all the time so often i think um you know based on how many clients i have in a week you know that's how well i'm doing as a person and a human being and it's nuts and it's really important to pull ourselves up on that um so yeah i want you to think about your value and and the value that you place on yourself and how valuable and worthy you feel and where you're kind of outsourcing that value um yeah because value isn't something to be outsourced it's something to yeah come from us so i really like that one um and it just really made me think about my own value that i put on myself and whether or not i'm doing a very good job at that which i think at points i'm probably not um and my best and my worst so i'll start with my best uh on the weekend i have my sister's hens which was so amazing um we went down to brunswick heads which is just a little bit north of byron bay and we did all the classic hens things like we had a drag queen which was amazing uh it was just so good and i think like the best part of it was when you know i don't really spend a lot of time with my sister's friends because she lives in brisbane uh but my sister is my best friend and just to see that she has all these incredible friends that love her so much and that really care about her and put in such an effort like it's just so nice to know that someone you love is really loved. Um so that was really beautiful. I loved that and I was a little bit sick leading up to it, so I was really worried that I wouldn't be able to go, but I could. So I was just so thankful and just enjoyed every little minute of it. Um and then my worst I've been I was trying to think about this before I clicked record and I think my worst kind of is just really trying to find this balance between work and life and I think it's so ridiculous that I'm trying to find that balance because I'm like 27 I <laughs> I don't have kids I really don't have that many responsibilities 
Um, so I'm like, why am I struggling to find balance? And I don't even have that many responsibilities. Like it seems a little bit silly to me, but the thing that's kind of like highlighting it for me is that I've been working most nights for, you know, the last sort of month or so. And it's kind of necessary because a lot of my clients work nine to five and they can kind of only do after hours, which it, it just is what it is. And it just means that like, I don't really get to cook dinner with my partner. Um, sometimes, you know, he'll have dinner before I'm finished work, which is fine. Cause I finished, you know, late. Um, and it, it's just, I don't think it's that healthy. I don't, I don't love that. And so I'm really trying to just have a bit more of a schedule within my work where maybe I work, you know, two nights and I work late and then, you know, two mornings and I work really early. Um, but I just so cannot even imagine having, you know, kids and extra responsibilities and balancing life and work. Like, I just think that's so incredible that people do that. And I think, you know, it's, I guess you just do what you've got to do. And I, I'm sure that I'll just do what I've got to do. Cause I definitely do want to have kids at some point, but I think it's just putting in all of the, the boundaries and the rules that you have between work and, you know, your life to be able to deal with that because yeah, when it's out of balance, it just, it's a bit sucky and you feel guilty. Like I feel guilty when I can't spend time with Fraser at night. I don't like that feeling. Um, I want to know what your guys best and worst is. Maybe I'll put like a little, um, yeah, like a little link for you guys to write yours in because I think it's really important for us to just think about our weeks, you know, just to, it's almost like a really great memory exercise, but also I just think it's important for us to just take stock of our lives. And I always find this a really great way to do that. So I will put that up tomorrow when the episode comes out and please write into me let me know your best and worst and if you have quotes send them through like I bloody love that uh, but let's get into today's episode I am so excited by this one I want to talk about conflict and specifically how to not suck at conflict uh, because for a really 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 long time I sucked at conflict and I feel like if you suck at conflict, you either are someone that avoids it like the plague or you like get so frustrated and so heated that you kind of ruin any point that you have because you just get so mad and frustrated. And I was that one. <laughs> I, oh my gosh. I think it's something about for me, I think it's something about being misunderstood in, in a conflict that really just gets me internally feeling really frustrated and then it kind of like bubbles up, bubbles up, bubbles up and then I just raise my voice and oh, I hate it because what happens when you raise your voice in a conflict, when you yell, uh, it's like every single point that you have, even if it is the most rational 
factual point of view, it is rendered just null and void because you raised your voice. And that's something that, honestly, it's kind of embarrassing how long it took me to realize that. <laughs> I always just thought like, yup, the louder I yell, the more my point will get across. And it is just simply not the case. And then on the other end of it, I have lots of friends who would just avoid conflict like anything. Like it's, you know, a part of their personality to hate conflict and avoid it at all costs. And I think a lot of the time this is, you know, if you've had bad experiences, experiences of conflict when you were younger or, you know, you just oftentimes these are just really kind people who don't want to start anything with anyone um and there's you know maybe elements of like that you know bit of people pleasing that you don't want to cause any any drama and things like that which is really lovely but something that I've definitely realized is that conflict is a part of life and it's an inevitable part of life it kind of like needs to happen and it will happen and the best thing that you can do is is actually just face the conflict but I want to talk about how to well really what I've learned from really sucking at conflict um on how to be better at it and to how to actually have really effective um efficient conflict with others that actually resolves the problem but also leaves you in a position with the other person of it you know not ruining a friendship or ruining a relationship or having it be like this really really awkward thing um, so my first official tip is like I've said so I'm just repeating myself really but getting heated always makes your point seem silly even if the point makes sense. So really what it is so, so important to do when you are in a conflict or you're approaching a conflict with someone is take a breath. Like really One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a, it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Really, just actually take a breath and calm yourself. Because when you come into a conflict calm, 
you set the tone for the other person as well. Because it is a natural instinct for us to be defensive. It's an evolutionary thing. Back in the day, if a tiger was running at us, we would you know, get defensive and get on our guard and we'd run away or we'd fight back and it's just natural. So if someone comes up at you with a really calm demeanor, you're more likely going to reciprocate in the same way. So it really sets the tone for the entire conflict if you remain calm. And to be honest, if you remain calm and the other person doesn't, like they kind of look a little bit silly. So that is my probably biggest, biggest, biggest tip. Now, my second tip is listen. When the other person is saying their side of the story, and that's the thing that is really, really important to know is that well, we know it, but we don't often actually acknowledge it, is that there are always two sides to the story. So coming in just believing you are right, they are wrong, and not actually actively taking the time to listen to their side, it's, it's not the right thing to do. If you actually listen to what they're saying, that other person will sense that and they will know, okay, this person actually cares and they're not just coming at me with their side of the story. So really listen to what they say. After listening to what they say, paraphrase it back to them. So this is kind of like a bit of a counseling technique that when you're in a session with a client, it's really important that you actively listen to them and then you paraphrase back to them what they've said to you so that they know that you have listened. It makes them feel validated. It makes them feel heard and it makes them feel as though you care enough to actually listen to what they're saying and to repeat it back to them. And they know exactly your understanding. And then also if you have a bit of you know, the wrong understanding, they can then correct you. So then you're both on the same page. But people really, really, really respond well. Like humans love it when they feel like they're being heard and they feel like they're being listened. So paraphrasing back to them, okay, I'm hearing you. This is what you're saying. That is a big one. Um, and then it's important after you've listened to them and you've paraphrased that you take the time to put your point across. It's really important if you are someone that just hates conflict and would rather just say sorry, it is actually really, really important that you do put your side of the story on the table because there is nothing worse than not saying how you feel and then thinking about it for days and weeks after. It just builds up within your body things that you haven't said when you haven't 
actually express how you feel. It just builds up within you. And if you're actively listening to someone else, you deserve the same treatment back and you deserve to say how you feel. And that's exactly what I want you to do is just say how you feel. Say, this made me feel this way. And don't be accusatory because that just makes the other person really defensive. So if you're saying things like, you did this and you made me feel this way and you did this, you did this. At the end of the day, no one can make you feel a certain way. You feel a certain way and and that's it. And we kind of have to take responsibility for the way that we feel. So saying, "I, I feel this way. I feel this way. And I feel this way because... And I'm not saying that you did this purposely for me, to me or you did this maliciously to me. This is how I feel. And hopefully if you've set up this conflict in a way of you came into it calm, you actively listened to what they said, you repeated it back to them, you said how you feel and in a non-accusatory way, Hopefully then they will give that back to you. And the big thing there is if they don't give that back to you, well, you've done the best that you could in that situation. And if they don't, then it's a a point of, because this is where I would really, really struggle is I would get frustrated. I would feel misunderstood. And then I would say things that I regret And I would raise my voice and you end up just feeling like so shitty about yourself. So the best thing here is to then walk away. If nothing is going to get resolved, the other person isn't taking it on, um, it's best 100% just to walk away because this is my other tip. Sometimes silence is actually more effective than I guess 100% yelling, but even like trying to get your point across to someone that's not taking anything on. So silence is actually better because we do think as human beings, like we do actually think about things after the fact. So it's more likely that that person who's not really responding to your, your, you know, your point, they're not willing to take on anything but their own story, their own side, it is actually really likely that they will then actually think about it. You know, maybe they'll be out on a run. Maybe they'll be talking to someone else and they'll be telling them and that other person says, oh, you know, actually this is, you know, this is maybe their side. They will actually think about it and then hopefully they will come to you. And when they do, I want you to treat it in the exact same way that you treated it in the first place with a calm way about you listening and with the overall goal of resolving it. Because when we come into conflict with the overall goal of getting our point across and having the other person feel as badly as possible, it's going to get you nowhere. The overall goal has to actually be 
resolving the conflict, even if it doesn't get resolved, if that is your goal, you'll go about it in a really effective way and you'll feel really good about yourself because there is nothing worse than having a bad conflict. You haven't behaved in a way that you feel good about and then you just feel so guilty. So the goal should be to resolve the issue, even if it doesn't get resolved. Um, and that's another thing. Sometimes it won't. Sometimes conflicts with other people, they just don't get resolved. And sometimes you do have to just agree to disagree and choose whether or not you can accept that or whether or not this is someone that you walk away from. And it kind of all really depends on who the conflict is with. I know with friends, it can be really awkward, but I think, you know, if you don't have the discussion, um, it can actually be even more awkward and resentment can be built up. Um, with people at work, that's a really hard one because you have to see them every day. Um, you know, I sometimes feel like the easiest people to have conflict with is actually family, um, particularly uh, if you have a good relationship with your family because the goal is always, well, we all love each other, so, you know, let's just deal with this and get over it. Um, that's not always the case with other people. But I think if it can't be resolved, you then have to decide, okay, how do I move forward with this? How can I be okay moving forward with this? Uh yeah, but at the end of the day, you know, conflict, arguments, discussions, whatever you want to call it, they suck and they make you feel so, so bad within yourself for all different reasons, whether you feel misunderstood, whether you feel guilty, whether you feel like you didn't behave in a way that you feel very proud of, you know, whatever it is, conflict sucks, but I think putting these things into practice has really helped me. Um, and I think the biggest way that it has actually helped me is you feel so much better after because I would have arguments with, you know, say my siblings and I would just go away feeling like, Oh, I should have handled that so much better. And that made that so much worse. And it's just not a nice feeling and then, you know, alternatively, when you just avoid conflict all the time, you build up all of these resentments towards people and you just end up feeling so badly and you feel awkward around that person. You feel resentful. Everything they do annoys you because it's all pent up and it, it is really important to express those feelings and to get them out, but we can do it in a really, really good way that actually resolves things and if it doesn't at least you feel feel good about yourself and you can kind of hold your head high I hope this helped I hope you don't have any conflict in your life and this whole episode was just like pointless for you that is what I hope but I know that it is inevitable that conflicts will arise it's a part of life and sometimes actually conflict is really important because it helps actually relationships grow, to be honest. Sometimes we need to have conflict in order to become better people, to become a better partner in a relationship, a better friend. 
I actually think it is a really important part of life. But as I said, we can do it in a much better way than I think a lot of us do. So hopefully this helps. I would love to know what you thought of this episode, what you took away from this, what actually helped you. Uh, I would absolutely love to know. And if you are listening to this episode right now and you enjoyed it, it would mean the world to me if you would subscribe, which is clicking that little follow button um, and leave a five-star review. That would be the best. Um, It really, really helps the show. It helps other people find the show um, because it just ranks it higher in the charts. Uh, So that would be just amazing and I'd love you forever. So there we go. And I will see you next week for our cheeky reminder episode, which I'm really excited about and I hope you all enjoy. Uh, I will speak to you then. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.